0: you What is going on everybody welcome to not rocket science the show that talks about the intersectional relationship between business culture and technology what's going on i'm sean your host hope you guys are doing well on this tuesday or monday night or wednesday or whatever day it might be it is a sunday here in brooklyn new york right now a lazy sunday um hope you guys are doing well hope you guys are staying safe this coronavirus thing is starting to get a little serious a little serious here in the states it's been serious everywhere else but um yeah just wash your hands wash your hands get that purell on you know you know germs germs people germs we all got them um anyway today i'm going to talk about something that isn't I guess related necessarily to business culture or technology directly but over the past few years in those social medias and things like that you start seeing these uh lines of thought becoming more and more distributed accepted uh reposted on places like Instagram and it's just kind of been this like cornerstone of this come up of hustle culture and how to be an entrepreneur correctly, and blah, 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 blah. Um, That is what time you get up every day. You know, you see these posts constantly about, like, why you should be waking up at 4.30 a.m., why you should be waking up at 5 a.m., hashtag 5 a.m. club. You know, Mark Wahlberg's working out at 4.30 A.M. and they got James Corden huffing and puffing, trying to keep up with them. It's just become this thing that's now very, very common. You just go on Instagram. If you go on any, like, business account, it's always, like, pictures of, like, clip art money or some crummy photo of entrepreneurs that wasn't cropped very well, and all this stuff, like, why well, you'll never amount to anything unless you don't get up early, blah, 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 blah. And it's been accepted, and then people are like... Oh, waking up at 5 a.m. changed my life. Waking up at 4.30 a.m. changed my life. Um, Yeah. Well, the reality to all this is that, like everything else, it's a nice little uh, somewhat controversial talking point that's very easy to put in a tweet or a social media post and blast out. And, uh, you know, it's a good tool when it comes to getting people's attention and becoming a voice of recognition in a particular space, you know, you're going out of your way, you're doing something that the majority don't do, so the majority kind of uh, start gravitating towards you because you're doing something different, right? It all makes sense on the surface. The problem is, this is some junk bro science that isn't really true, and that's why certain entrepreneurs, like Elon Musk, for example, don't wake up at 4.30 a.m., this idea that, like, anyone can do it and it's rooted in this, you know, kind of disciplinarian, Navy SEAL-ish type program where everyone wakes up at 4.30 and that's the right thing to do. And if you don't do that, you're just a pussy. Or you're weak-minded. It's all stupid bro science. And I think it's important to make sure that people know this so you don't get caught in trying to wake up every day at 4.30 a.m. and feeling like crap. Um... Because I've tried that in the past a little bit, and it doesn't even come close to working for me. If I wake up before, like, honestly, 10 a.m., um, I'm not great the entire day. Every day I go to work, you know, it's, it's not the best. It's okay. It's all right. I'm not, like, dead or anything. But when I can wake up on my own, it's always after 10 a.m., and that's always when I feel my absolute best. Um, but I don't want to just talk anecdotally about this. This is something that is scientifically proven, which is why I decided to do an episode about it. It's not just me, you know, pontificating about it because I like to be a night owl. It's rooted in science. So com had a couple good articles about this kind of thing, and they did a good job um, kind of spreading awareness about this because I don't see a lot of news media publications even talking about this or questioning it or checking the logic of it. Um, I see a lot of media outlets like, I tried waking up at 4 30 a.m. for 30 days. Here's what happens. Um, see, the problem is these aren't that useful because your sleep cycle is a lot like dieting, um, a lot like how weather affects you, for example. It's very conditional person-to-person, person. so like adapting or having the, amass, the masses adapt to like one particular way to sleep, pretty stupid. Um, but anyway, back to what I was saying before, Inc.com did a good job kind of checking this stuff in their work, work-life balance section and actually writing articles about it, which kind of inspired me to um, just kind of relay their message to you guys um, and kind of just break down sleep cycles and how people are you know circadian rhythms are different and things like that so basically there's an article about it that was titled getting up at 4 30 a.m makes you fat sick and ineffective and ineffective says top geneticists so headline definitely a little sensationalized but the content is actually pretty good um i'm not gonna like read the article but basically they say how this whole like hashtag 5am club entrepreneurial belief is just based on the fact that if you wake up at four thirty or five o'clock or whatever you can get more done you have more quiet time in your day because you're going to be up at a time when everyone else isn't so you can kind of get your personal stuff out of your way early so when it comes to doing your business you um have full time, full attention to go about your business day to day. Um, and it also kind of disciplines you and supposedly makes you feel good. And if you work out then it kind of gets your bloodstream pumping and, uh, you know, all that other bro sciencey stuff where it gives you enough time to get your body right to attack the day carpe diem. Um, but the thing that Sometimes people mention, other times people don't mention, is none of that matters if you're not going to bed super early. Cuz it's more important about how many hours uh sleep you get than what time you wake up obviously, right? This isn't anything new, this isn't anything that provocative or eye-opening, but point is if you if you get up at 4:30 a.m., you got to be, you know, in bed asleep, not just in bed, but asleep by 9:30 um and preferably even earlier than that to get between the 7 and 9 hours of sleep that pretty much every doctor says is you know what you really need to be healthy. So, if you're not going to bed at 9:30, the 4:30 thing doesn't really matter and then there's also entrepreneurs saying, you know, work on your side hustle till 2 a.m. if you're working a full-time job. So like the timeline of all this hustle culture stuff just doesn't even really add up there's not enough time to do all this stuff you either have to pick one you have to work till 2 a.m or whatever it is or you got to go to bed really early and get up at 4 30 a.m but the 4 30 a.m becomes less significant if you're going to bed at 9 30 because it's not like you're adding more time to your day unless you're just willing to sacrifice the seven to nine hours which many people do but then You know, getting up early, taking an early shower, going to the gym early, all of that stuff gets a bit diminished as far as impact goes. So that's the first thing, but that's not really the interesting thing. That's really just piecing together common sense. Um, They had a good quote in this article that was taken from a scientific study um, that was published in Science Direct, Current Biology, Volume 25, Issue 7 on March 30th, 2015. Um, Basically, the quote states that although humans are diurnal, meaning they prefer to be awake during daylight hours, there is a significant variation in this preference, often termed chronotype. Early chronotypes are considered larks and naturally prefer to wake up early, while late chronotypes or night owls tend to stay up late. Clearly, not everyone is the same And it turns out that difference from one extreme chronotype to another spans over as much as 18 hours. So there's a potential 18-hour difference in terms of um, what times people naturally prefer to be awake. And then it says basically genetically you're either a lark or a night owl or something in between. And then they go on to say, here's the kicker, even though people can choose when to go to bed or wake up simply overriding the body's natural rhythm does not come without a price this price ranges from alertness sleepiness and neurological disorders to weight gain dyslipidemia uh all arthroscli- and even death so basically it's summing up I butchered a couple of those words, by the way. I apologize. It's hard to read scientific words on the fly. Um, Basically, trying to be a lark or night owl when it's not your natural chronotype makes you fat and ineffective and then kill you. (laughs) So you get the point. People are naturally either night owls or they're naturally larks, which are kind of early riser types. And that's just your biology it's just your genetics. There's nothing you really do about that. So if you're naturally meant to be a night owl and you get suckered into this hustle culture, get up at 4.30 a.m. crap, you're basically fighting your own biology and you're genetic genetically fronting. You know what I mean? You're pretending to be something you're not on a biological level, not even a psychological level. This isn't you getting into advertising, you know, trying to rock certain clothes that might not be the real you. This is you going against your actual body clock. So then what the article suggests is instead of trying to do this 4.30 a.m. club crap, discover discover what your own natural rhythm is and cater your sleeping habits to that natural rhythm. Um, so it, it suggests to take a staycation first, And then try to find a job that suits your genetics, which is very hard because if you're a night owl, there aren't a lot of like overnight jobs unless it's like working at a factory or a convenience store or something like that. Um, But, you know, there's always the freelance option. I did that for a little while. It kind of works pretty well. Um, The problem sometimes is communication. It's kind of weird. If you're emailing people all the time at 3 a.m. but say you can't meet and do a call at 10 a.m., that's kind of the tricky part about it. But I do agree, like with everything else, self-awareness is key, and having an understanding of what your natural body clock is is very important because you might not be able to have a job that perfectly suits your body clock, but you can at least do the best you can to kind of shuffle your schedule so you can um get the closest fit as possible so like i work in technology and one of the things that interested me about working in a tech in a technology field at a company is that unlike other types of industries in tech jobs there's like this Basic understand unless you have to talk with a remote team. There's this basic understanding that the workday starts at 10 o'clock, which is definitely on the late side compared to other industries like finance, for example. So I start work every day around 10, which is a little bit better than nine, right? So it's just like that extra hour for me. It definitely matters, um, and I try to go to bed. And around midnight, wake up at 8, 8.30, and that gives me, you know, in theory, around seven, eight hours a night, depending on how long it takes for me to go to sleep. But that schedule basically works for me. Um, but my schedule's also completely weird. I'm one of these freaks that don't drink coffee. <gasps> Gasp. Uh, my girlfriend's a coffee addict, and I drink zero. Um, I do drink tea here and there but usually an average cup of tea is like half the caffeine as a cup of coffee. So for me to be like crazy caffeinated, I have to drink a ton of tea, which I only really do on days where I didn't get my seven hours. Um, anyway, so there's larks and there's night owls, right? But there's even more than that. Uh, ink, did another article about this later on called Why You Should Avoid Waking Up at 5 a.m. Every Day. Um, Basically hits on the same points, but from a different perspective slightly and from a different uh, scientific point of view, which I felt was kind of interesting. In this article, they first dispel the idea that waking up at 5 a.m. or 4.30 a.m. or whatever makes you more productive because um they interview this uh I don't know if they interview they at least quote this circadian neuroscientist named Russell Foster and basically he says that there is no research that indicates that waking up early makes you more productive it also doesn't mean you'll be richer there's no difference in socioeconomic status between late and early risers obviously the you know to most this should be common sense he isn't exactly dropping any uh, crazy nuggets here, but it's good to have you know uh, an esteemed scientist basically go along with what I'm trying to tell you guys on this show, right? <laughs> um, and then they go into another section how where it goes against your biological nature, which I just mentioned, and then they talk about this doctor named Dr. Michael. I think Bruce, Bruce, maybe, also known as the sleep doctor. And then he talks about how he stresses that our bodies are programmed to fun- function at certain times of day. The time preference varies from person to person because we each have different biological clocks. In the book, The Power of When, Dr. Bruce separates these preferences into four chronotypes. So the interesting thing in this article is how it's not just larks and night owls this uh, particular doctor breaks it down even further into four different chronotype models, and he uses animals as his point of reference so instead of a lark, he describes early risers as lions um, who are morning people that tend to rise with the sun now four thirty a m is before sunrise, so that based on what I'm seeing here might be completely unnatural to humans. Um, cause he's saying lions are morning people that rise with the sun. Uh, and then there's bears. So bears is according to him, the most common or normal sleep pattern in which you sleep at night and you're up during the day. So this is probably, you know, average person who is not disrupted at all by having like a nine to five kind of job, um, It totally works with their sleep schedule. This is not me at all, but it might work for you. Um, Not to, you shouldn't feel ashamed that it's the most common one. I think, you know, I would honestly take that over what I have. But uh, the next one up are dolphins. Dolphins never sleep well at all ever. In nature, dolphins only let half of their brain sleep at a time. So I guess he's just saying people that have chronic sleep issues that are part of their genetic makeup, um, you know, people with sleeping disorders, things like that, that are natural sleeping disorders, not based on years of poor sleeping patterns, um, are this type. I think my mom actually might be this type. She is a, an extremely light sleeper, um, um. But yeah, and then the last one is wolves, which are basically night owls. Stay up late at night, working, and are most productive during these hours. I am definitely a wolf in this model, for sure. No questions asked. But overall, the point of all this is to just bring some clarity to the fact that a lot of the stuff you see on social media is just people trying to build clout on that platform. So they'll take any interesting tidbit, that they can find and just pump it and a lot of them are probably not even doing what they're saying um because when it comes to like self-promotion based marketing and like entrepreneurship and e-commerce and drop shipping like all that all those types of niches there's a lot of snake oil salesmen and all of it i mean marketing if you were to boil it down is about persuading people right so it's just natural that in that kind of line when you're talking about these platforms as big as instagram or twitter that allow anyone to join you're going to get a lot of snake oil salesmen that will just you know forward any point that they think might you know be able to get them some sort of following so don't believe everything you read on the internet and uh point is is like your diet like your genetic makeup um, as far as your size, your height, your muscle mass, your body type, um, whether you're lactose intolerant or not. Um, Sleep cycles are based on the individual. There's no one-size-fits-all rule. And you should just understand what you are at the end of the day. That is it. Um, That's all I want to really talk about on this episode it was kind of more like a fact of the day type of episode because just something I keep seeing I thought it would die out a couple years ago but I'm still seeing this like wake up why you should wake up early nonsense on all the socials and I want to address it because it's wrong it's bro science it's not real Um everyone's different some people are meant to pull all-nighters or stay up late. Other people are definitely not meant to do that. And they're meant to wake up at, let's say, 6 a.m. That's a safer number. Um, that's all I got. If you got any questions or comments about sleep cycles or anything else, really, hit us up at NRS underscore show on Twitter or Instagram. Right after I just totally crapped on Instagram hustlers. Whatever. Hit us up on either platform or Via email at not rocket science show at gmail.com. Alrighty. Hope you guys have a great week. Hope you guys get your seven hours of sleep until next time. Peace.